weird fucking guys. You're doing a manly thing and you're a fucking dork. I got my lightsaber wearing my Pokemon hat today. <laughs> wow, you're a real renaissance man, you know that? Goddamn man child. What a fucking dork. Yeah. But he's our dork. Welcome back, John. Hey. How you been, man? You know. Went upstairs, took a solid dumper. Ooh. Yeah. Them antibiotics. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. I say solid, but it was not solid at all. <laughs> this is going to be the comedy episode. Oh, you no. can tell because I started out by describing my turds. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is, is there's no outlet for comedy right now. Dude, so there's a movie on Netflix. It's Bill Burr's, like, first feature m film, you is know? Is that the old dad's movie? Yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah, it, you know, like, there's, like, two funny parts in it. That's about it. I hate fucking Bobby Cannavale, or whatever the fuck his name is, that other actor that's in that movie. The Italian dude? Yeah, I fucking hate him. Really? Yeah, man. Why? Dude, I want to stuff him in a fucking cannon and fire him across the Because he's the very eccentrically landscape. Italian? No, he's, he sucks. Yeah? He's a bad actor. He, really? like, overacts. He's like a, like... Yeah, but that's what he... He's trying to, he like, ride off the coat... He the stereotype of whatever character he's playing. He sucks, dude. Yeah, well, he's he's eccentric, which is, like... Think about the predecessors, though, is, like, Al Pacino and... De Niro wasn't as eccentric. He was in The Irishman, and I thought he was the worst part of The Irishman. Really? Yeah, and he was also in, um... He was on Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. In the third season, he plays this character, Jip Rossetti. Yeah. Worst part of the fucking show. Just yeah. overacting... Over the like, really just took me out of the. I hate him. I hate his guts. Man. The only thing he was ever in that I thought was good, that he was good in, um, was a movie called Win Win. Yeah. Which was all right. It was like Paul Giamatti and um, Burt Young's in it. Yeah. The guy who plays fucking Paulie from Rocky, who just died. Okay. He's in it. Amy Ryan, who I fucking love. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man. He, he just. I can't think of too many things where I actually liked him. I think he was on Six Feet Under. He was on Six Feet Under for like 20 minutes. Really? Yeah, he played like a security guard that the one dude worked with. He turned out he was like a closet homosexual or something like that. And, <laughs> and he was on this show called Vinyl on HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it. Which fucking sucked. Really? It sucked. Yeah. Best right. part of the show died in like the first episode. Oh. Andrew Dice Clay was in one episode. Oh, really? Yeah. So when you think about that, and you mention Andrew Dice Clay, I love Andrew Dice Clay. So that's what he's going for: this mm. very eccentric, very tough, you know, stereotype. So, yeah, like that's the that's the character he plays yeah. is like a like a dialed down tone of fucking Andrew he Dice plays Clay. Plays like shit. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking sucks. So he's a cunt. Is that what you're he's... getting at? Dude, he's just a fucking asswipe. He's an asswipe. Yeah. We're not even using cunt no more. Nah, you cunt, didn't, you didn't we rebranded cunt. cunt. Cunt is a good thing now, and we don't want to call him that. Yeah, and I the, personally have nothing against the guy, but John, being an Italian, I just is, think he is, sucks. I think you're holding, uh, like, you have this standard of what Italians nah, should be. Nah, because, like, certain guys that are, like, the Italian stereotype dudes, like the Sebastian Maniscalco guy, I think yeah. he's pretty funny. I like him. Sometimes. Sometimes yeah. it's like... I mean, he's like clean comedy. He yeah. like reminds me of like a 90s comedian yeah. that like was kind of like super clean. Like yeah. almost like a Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. But more like on that Italian kind yeah. of thing. I like him. I think he's pretty I funny. enjoy him. Yeah, yeah. I like him. Yeah. He's funny. Mm. I feel like comedy uh, is still thriving um, on stage. But the movies are dog shit. I think it depends on what you're watching. Dude, I'm just... I'm not fucking... I'm not laughing my nuts off. No? Dude, so like... That movie, the Bill Burr movie... Is like a... It's like a fucking... They keep doing like these... Uh, it's like a rendition of The Hangover. Which The Hangover is a rendition of something else. You got I didn't this care group, for The Hangover. Dude, I thought it was great. I Did loved you? it. But... Uh, 
I loved it for the same reason that everybody loves comedy. It's offensive. Yeah. It's fucking offensive. In the first yeah, that's 10 the seconds. the worst part about comedy now is like everybody tries to like, I don't think they even try to. I just think it's like, it's almost like an unwritten rule. Okay, we can't say this. We can't say that. And it just never gets said. Dude, I despise, comedy is supposed to be uh, a rejection of social norms. Yeah, it's, it's supposed it's when to be you, your social commentary. Dude, yeah. it's when you get the moment to laugh at, at our absurdity. But now you've created rules. Right. That it's like, no, no, can't make a joke about them. Right. Dude, the only way we're all going to heal is if we laugh at, at our ridiculousness, yeah. you know? So anyway, this is my theory. John, I have a business proposal for you. Fuck this podcast. Let's do porn. <laughs> I don't want to shoot. I don't want to act in the porn because I'm not really that good looking. But I have some great story ideas and I want you to help me write them. Porno stories? Por- I want to write. So this is, this is the problem. I was pitching this to my wife and she actually thought that I was on to something here. The stories, when you watch, like when you click on Pornhub, the title and even the, the hokey little story is all incest. Ah, oh, it's terrible. Dude. It's the worst. Who the fuck is really like... Nobody wants to watch that. Dude, what? I, so, I The listen, context is always incestual. There's, there's a hard part of me that's like, all right, I think I'm done watching porn until you get over this. Yeah. Because, like, I don't want to fucking be involved in this at all. Mm-mm. I have never once in my life got a hard-on for my fucking stepmother. Like, nah. never once. It wasn't a thought. It, dude, it's, this is mom. She makes me fucking peanut butter and jelly for lunch. Mm-hmm. That's it, dude. That's it. We're done here. Yeah. I don't... No, man. I'm not into this. The fucking small, little, tiny subgroup... Of perverts that fucking jerk off to their stepsisters or their stepmom or whatever. Why are we catering to them? I don't think it's that. I think it's like um, people that like... I don't... The context of it is really fucking gross. Dude, it's trend... And it's trendy because everybody's doing it. Every porn And then you watch the video and it's nothing about that. So this is my thing. We need to start writing porn that is relevant (laughs) and we can... I think we can infuse it with modern good comedy. Yeah. So this is my thought. This is my first scene that I want to do. You ready? You ready? Mm-hmm. There's a Ku Klux Klan rally going on. <laughs> you love the Klan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or a neo-Nazi fucking get together. I don't know. I don't know. But let's just play along. So there's a big old Klan rally going. And these boys are getting worked up, man. They're all fucking... <laughs> they're all fire and brimstone, man. They're They're... They're over there with their crosses. They got this thing. They're going to light it on fire. And then they're like cheering and shit. And they're fucking, yeah, yeah. And they're, but this is, this is the deal because I am ridiculous. I am absolutely ridiculous. Because it's X-rated, you can make it as ridiculous as you want. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of rating systems. So I think it needs to be offensive. I think you need to have white guys in hoods saying nasty shit. Like, dropping N-bombs and saying, like, really racist shit. Mm-hmm. This is the catch. Out of the dark comes three ridiculously hot black chicks. Yeah. They all change their tune. Dude, they walk yeah. right in there, stand in front of the cross, and they're like, what you fucking white boys up to? Mm-hmm. And just, like, start talking shit. And then they're like, uh, I don't know, maybe they start like messing with each other and they're like, really? Really? There's something wrong with me? You don't want nothing to do with this? And then you see them like, the dudes in the hoods, you see them like looking at each other like, you know, well, what's going on right now? I don't understand what's going on. But then, you know, like one of the black chicks walks up and starts like touching one of the dudes. Right. And then he's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. So then they have like a big crazy fucking orgy or something. <laughs> And then, like, but but uh, because I'm absurd, this is how ridiculous I am. And I think it would be hilarious. <laughs> I want to see one of the black chicks put on a big, giant black strap on and fucking hammer down <laughs> on, the, on one of the clan dudes, you know? And, like, really fucking make it, like, ridiculously, like, 
And he's all like, oh, my God, I'm not really into this. But then he, like, comes, you know, and you're like, yes, you are. You're totally into it, you creep. So then at the end of the scene, you see them all, like, laying in a field, and they're all snuggling with the black chicks and shit. And and then you can end the scene with, like, the black chicks gather up all their robes and burn them right in front of the cross, you know? Boom! We're solving racism, man! <laughs> Sex solves racism. Sex solves racism. That is my fucking... That is... I really believe that, you know? <laughs> I really believe that, you know? So, uh, I don't know. And then, like... So, that's an extreme thing, like, tickling that whole, like, uh, right. you know, racism thing. But I also had an idea for, like, uh, I want to fuck the liberal, co- the, the liberal barista... So, like, I want to have, like, this hard, like, Trumpy conservative guy that's standing in line at Starbucks, but everybody behind the counter is, like, talking about liberal politics and bullshit or whatever, and the dude is clearly annoyed, mm-hmm. but he sees this chick that is, like, smoking hot, te- like, uh, piercings and colored mohawk and, like, tattoos on her face and shit, and the dude is clearly, like... Tattoos on her face. Yeah, like, he's annoyed... But he's definitely turned on. So then he gets up there and he's like uh, trying to order his coffee. And then somehow, like, I, I haven't really gotten that far into that story yet. But somehow they end up fucking, you know? Like, and really, you know, it's like, I want to tickle the idea that these two groups hate each other, you right, know? But, like, sex but abolishes all of that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's the whole premise of it. So the name of the website would be called Fucking Offensive. <laughs> You know, so like the hard lefty chick, I just imagine like, um, or better yet, let's, let's play with the race thing again. What about a big black conservative dude? And the black chick's like, oh my God, you've been for Trump. <laughs> Trump is the worst. He's a piece of shit. He's so racist. And then the dude is just like, uh, you know, standing there like, yeah, okay, whatever. You know? So then later on, you know, you could have him, like, talking shit to her. Like, cause she's, like, a little white chick. He said, you ever had a big old black dick in your mouth because you ain't racist? You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Listen, when I watch porn, I think it would be even better if I could laugh at the ridiculous storyline at the same time. Yeah. You know? I Dude, mean... if there were jokes in it, then while I'm jerking off, I'm laughing, too. <laughs> I, I think that would be great, you know? I think that would be awesome. I don't know. I'm trying to think if I ever seen anything that I thought was funny. No. Not really. The bloopers. Sometimes you see yeah, weird... Yeah, bloopers are always funny. Yeah. But sometimes the bloopers are kind of, like, mean-spirited, too. Like... Yeah. I feel bad for the women and some of them. You know? Yeah. But, like, uh... Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, uh, I think, like, everybody always thought, like, like that fucking asshole Ron Jeremy was, like, comic relief or something. I fucking find him to be repulsive well and now, especially like, now, now now that he's a fucking convicted rapist yeah like what yeah. the fuck dude like y- you couldn't just leave well enough alone holy shit like dude. you are the luckiest fucking piece of it is as far as like sex goes yeah you're probably you know like on a scale of one to ten you're like a negative three <laughs> you know like you're the ugliest fucking dude on the planet yeah you're banging the most beautiful women you yeah. could ever imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ginger Lynn, Nina Hartley. Like, he's he's been through some beautiful, beautiful women. Hundreds. Hundreds yeah. of them. And you Thousands, got a fucking, maybe. you got to assault women on top of it? Like, what a fucking creep. And, it, dude, he's a fucking piece of shit, man. I fucking hate that guy. I hate yeah. him. I've always hated him. Yeah. Yeah, I can't stand him. Well, I don't know. I guess there's, uh... There's always a negative side of things. I'm yeah, just I think saying porn's a strange fucking So I thing. think though that porn is the last place where you, you can, can just do anything. You could do anything, dude. Yeah. You could do anything. You could make it So I know That's what's if, weird is like, you know, I can almost see people being like, Yeah, no, no good. You know? But Yeah, it's but like, but that's the point is like where like is stuff the stuff in somebody's head in a fucking oven? To have sex with them or some shit. Like, it's Dude, cool. where is the line, though? Because, like, there's weird <laughs> porn out there. There's a lot of weird fucking shit out there. So, a lot like, of weird... I know a black dude, like, and we've talked about this before, but I know a black dude that likes it when he, when white chicks, like, call him the hard R. Really? You know? Like, there's, like, so there's a whole... There's a dynamic to it, yeah. Yeah, so, like, to me, like, I think even that is, like... But but you wouldn't see. I don't think you. I don't see think you see it in a porno. No. But why is that? If there's like an if there's like um 
like who's writing the lines of like okay no 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 you can't dude you definitely can't say that why not it's porn it's like dude it's I mean you it's could, triple X there are no porn fucking out limits there where it's like it, it like you watch it and it like uh, it's uncomfortable yeah you know like dude it, the the S and M with yeah. the crazy uh like scary music and shit like dude I'm gonna say this once upon a time years ago. Many, many years ago, when I was, like, a teenager, uh, we went to a family get-together, and we were down in my uncle's basement and, <laughs> like, found his hidden stash of fucking porno tapes. So I stole one. Right. Like, I had no clue what this thing was. Like, it was... You remember? Dude, they were just VHS tapes yeah. with a fucking name on the front yep. of it. So you had no clue what you what, were about what, to watch. What was contained in that, Yeah. I got it home, and I turned it on, and dude, it was like this uh, early 90s, like, do-do-do-do-do, like fucking, like a rhythmic, kind of spooky music, mm-hmm. and then it's like, it's like S&M bondage stuff, and it's like, like, dude, I'm watching it, I'm like, who the fuck is jerking off to this? Yeah, right. This ain't sexy at all. I want to see titties and fucking, And that's so you know, weird, like, like, this. there's certain things that, like, are very normal for one person that are completely foreign to somebody else. But then there's like this whole other fucking niche of like the like dudes that expose themselves to women. Yeah. Like the, the what they get off on is the ridicule that comes with it. Like flashers, you're saying? Like dudes that will like sit in their car and like call a chick over and then show them their dick and the chick like fucking is like, you fucking disgusting piece of shit. They're not looking to turn anybody on. They're yeah. looking to turn somebody off. And turning somebody off is the thing that gets them off. It's weird. Well, I'm the opposite, dude. There's definitely a bit of a fantasy of, like, imagine if a chick walked over and caught me, but then she, like, she wanted was into to get it. involved. Like, dude, <laughs> that would be, like, mind hell. Like, me. she's going to sit in this fucking seat next to you and flash people, too? No, 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 no. No, no, I don't want to flash people because I'm scared yeah. to death that, right. like, somebody would ridicule me and then I would be humiliated. Well, that's humiliated. what they're into. They're into getting humiliated. I don't want to get humiliated No, I don't want to be humiliated all, either. I'll say this, dude. Once upon a time when I was a younger guy, I liked the thrill of doing things in public. Mm-hmm. Because I was afraid that I might get caught. You might caught. get caught, right. But I definitely did not want to get caught, and I don't want people watching me no. because uh, I am embarrassed. Like, yeah. I know, you know, like, dude, no, man. I would fucking crawl up in a ball and die somewhere in a dark hole. You know, if somebody was like, oh, my God, I watched you fuck, I would be like, <laughs> Dude, that's what's crazy to me. Like, it's no surprise to me how, like, a lot of, like, porn actors and actresses like meet their demise and stuff like that because it's just so unnatural what do you mean like just the idea of like you just put yourself out there to do the most intimate shit for the whole world to see yeah and then like you wonder why they get strung out or they're fucking killing themselves and all like there's a lot of fucking grim stories dude it's pornography it's such a uh it's such a difficult thing because it's like you don't want to look down on people that do it, but on the same token, like me, me and my wife were talking the other day, and I was like, dude, I don't want to look down on people that do this because I think some very small window of people get into it with clear business decision-making. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I have met a woman. Uh, I met Joanna Angel. She owns BurningAngel.com, or did back in the day. I don't even know if it's... I met her years ago when I was a film student. And they're successful Dude, she business. was an extremely yeah. smart woman that knew exactly what the fuck she was doing. She set up a website. She was making an ungodly amount of fucking money, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, you know, like she had a business plan. She was, uh, I think she was like a business student at NYU or something. Like something like, dude, she had her shit together, you right. know? I still believe that there is... Um, that industry in in general probably is really fucking hard on women, you know? Like, I I don't... I just think that it's... You know, I don't know, man. I don't know. So, anyway, the moral is, is, like, I have a daughter. Would I I want my daughter doing this? Neither would I. Fuck no. No motherfucking way. Does that mean I look down on women that do it? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to, like, understand is, like... 
What's no. good for one person is not good enough for my kid. Yeah. Kind of so yeah. that's kind of where I'm like stuck or at. Or not is... good enough for me to like just accept that. Right. Yeah. Like, no, nah, I don't. I mean, I don't want to know. Which is daughter... even weirder because at some point you have to say to yourself, my child is going to grow up and do They're going to do things. what they want to do. You know, well, they're going to do them whether it's public or private. Either way. Yeah. You know, and if my child decided, like, all right, I'm going to make money doing this, you know, it's a weird uh, paradox as a parent to, like, sit there and contemplate that and, like, would you support them? Because, like, remember the famous movie actor that was in um, Lawrence Fishburne? His fucking daughter. She ended up in porn? Dude, she, like, was like, nah, fuck Hollywood, I'm going to go straight to porn. And you're just like, whoa, holy shit. Yeah. You know? And, like, you think about that as, like, a parent, and you're like, what the fuck happened here? You know? Like, what what made you decide that? You know? I mean... I think about it, it's, like, so to me, when I think about porn for women, or the sex industry for women, is a lot like being a drug dealer as a man. It's quick money, and you think that, like... All right, let's go on a philosophical little adventure right now. What is the difference between a drug dealer that sells crack cocaine in the 80s and your bartender? What's the difference? Yeah. Uh, I think what it comes down to is personal responsibility. You know? Yeah, but like what what is the major So people hate one drug is dealers. legal and one is not. That's all I yeah. get at. Yeah. That's all that I personally see. Right. After after 42 years of growing and making a lot of mistakes and I'm a recovering addict. Right. People often wonder why do you not have such anger towards drug dealers? Well, for one, I know statistically most of them are drug addicts. They're the same as me, you mm-hmm. know. And two, there's no difference between a pharmacist, a bartender, and your street drug dealer. There's no difference. It's just the government says two of these three are okay. And are okay. The other one is a piece of shit because he's not paying taxes, apparently. Because that's the only thing I see is he's not paying fucking taxes. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck where he got his product from. And you don't really either. You know? Yeah, I mean, I always felt like, you know, they talk about like marijuana being a gateway drug. I really think alcohol is the true gateway <laughs> drug. And uh, I think alcohol is fucking terrible. It's pretty rough, It's man. pretty rough. And, you know... Some of us, like, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I don't have that kind of personality where it's something that I would, like, indulge in and, like, get, like, fucking blind drunk or anything. Sure. Like, I, I, I can drink socially. Yeah. But it's not something that I... Like, if I drink 12 beers in a year... Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Honest to God, like, I don't drink hardly at all. That's pretty pretty amazing. Right. Like, I'm not, like, into it. Like, even if, like, at a party or something, I might have, like, two beers. Yeah. I'm good, you yeah. know? I don't want to get fucked up yeah. like that. But um, but I just think like uh, <sighs> like when I was saying it comes down to like your personal responsibility or whatever. But I just can't imagine being able to lay my head down at night knowing that I sold somebody something that could potentially kill them or something that's going to destroy other people's lives. Like it's one thing if like you know some guy out there wants to get. A fucking handful of pills and you know take them recreationally or whatever it's a whole other thing when they got like a family and kids and stuff like that that are like so that's the battle uh like when you think about the moral versus legal dilemma between like selling a harmful substance and that's anything when you really think about it I mean, who does it really come down to? Does it come down to the guy who's willing to sell it to you? Or does it come down to you who's willing to fucking go out and get it? Now, me, I believe in personal responsibility. I think you as the individual should be responsible enough. If I decide to buy a gun and harm people or harm myself, I am personally responsible. If I decide to buy drugs and either redistribute them or use them myself and possibly overdose, leaving my children here to fend for themselves then I am personally responsible. I'm a piece of shit, Mm -hmm. you know? And to me, I don't hold as much weight on the guy that is uh, selling it because I think I believe in the ultimate idea of, like, you have the choice to not buy it. Right. You know? 
You have the choice to fucking... You can buy Fruity Pebbles or you can buy the knockoff brand that might have some fucking GMOs in it or some shit that's going to poison you. Like, I don't know. You can do whatever you want. You can buy organic fucking bananas or, or regular shitty bananas with pesticides all over them. You can buy whatever you want, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um... I don't know, man. I just wanted to make porn and make people laugh, dude. I just fucking want to... We went down a rabbit hole there. I know. Yeah. I know. We always do, man. We always do. It gets dark. Yeah, well, this wasn't so dark. It was just our normal rambling bullshit, you know? It's just... You feel like we should scrap this one? Fuck no, man. We never scrap anything. We don't we scrap really don't. shit. Yeah. Why would I? I want them to know who we are. You know what we are? We sit around... We're 42 years old. We love music from the 90s. And, like, not that I don't like music now. I just, um... You gotta seek it out. You gotta seek it out. I want the young people to put their heart and soul into whatever the fuck they're creating. Mm -hmm. That's what I really want to see. Don't do it because you know that there's this huge payday on it. The problem with social media and like TikTok, the payday and is kind of almost instantaneous. So you doing it specifically because yeah. you know you're going to make an ungodly amount of money, right? You know that kid. Let me tell you something. That kid, um, Takashi Six Niner, is like the epitome. Six Niner, whatever the fuck his name is, sixty nine. The dude with the rainbow teeth. I know who you're talking about. Dude, I want to bat his teeth out of his fucking head. Apparently a lot of people do. I can't stand this fucking dude. Not because of... uh, I I hate him because he's a snitch. But I also hate him because he is... He shows how weak as a culture we are. Mm -hmm. You know? You rolled over so fucking quick on a bunch of people that embraced you. Which to me is like, you are the worst of the worst. You know, you are fucking horrible. And the fact that he's still a millionaire because he did it right. really disgusts me. You know, like, like, dude, where did... Loyalty's gone. Loyalty's so fucking gone, dude. And then making good uh, quality art or music or whatever is gone. It's all about the dollar, you yeah. know? And that's what's really kind of sad. Well, I mean, me. I think there's a certain element to that, like... Even like uh, like we talk about Kurt Cobain a lot and stuff and his integrity as a musician, but I think like when Nevermind was blowing up, he did demand more of a share of that money. Yeah. Yeah, from what I understand. So who knows, hmm. man? Well, I mean, if the wealthy are going to make a lot of money from it, sure. I don't. I'm not saying that an artist shouldn't get paid. I'm just saying, don't do it for the money. Yeah. You know. And especially, like, I mean, even when I look at Hollywood, dude, Hollywood is, is like, it's pathetic, you I know? I mean, it always has been to a certain extent. Dude, there's nothing that drives me more insane than remakes and, like, yeah. remakes and sequels are just, like, oh, my fucking brain turns to mush. I'm like, yeah. dude, I don't I don't care about this at all. Well, I all. think they find something that works or whatever, and then they hump and ride it for whatever it's worth, and... I mean, it, there's a part of me right now that is so fucking glad that the Marvel thing is dying down because yeah. I'm tired. I don't. I, I think it, I don't know if it's just that I've grown out of it or that it's just evolved into something that I don't give a fuck about. Dude, I think it's that. I think they yeah. pushed it so hard that it's like we're done, dude. We don't want to fucking watch this no more. You. So this is the problem. No one. You. You know what Hollywood does is they they see this thing. The oh my god, right. Iron Man did good. The Hulk did good. We're going to start merging these characters to the Avengers. And, like, they're building. They're building. They're building. They're building this little empire. We're going to build a franchise. We're going to make this big thing. But then, after the Avengers Endgame, it's over for us as an audience. Right. I don't care about the next generation. I don't fucking care. I'm done. I don't want to watch another fucking Marvel movie for a long time. Yeah. You know? I need a break. You know, then they they do they did it with the Matrix. You I don't know? even really think of Marvel movies as like I don't want to say as movies, but like I, I just think of it as like a whole like subgenre of cinema. 
Yeah. Like, I don't think of it as, like... The problem is is it took over so yeah, fast. Yeah. Like, I know, like... But nobody else was creating anything. Right. Every actor in Hollywood was like, gotta get on that Marvel ticket. But they're know? not the movies that I seek out to watch. You know what I mean, anymore? Dude, it's all that was on TV, so there was nothing yeah. else to... Like, I used to love uh, IFC and, yeah, like... Yeah, that's what I... I like dude, shit like that. Dude, I want to see some shit. Like, I want to see Ryan Gosling like took a bunch of his fucking money and made some weird ass movie in Thailand which he did there was a mm-hmm. great movie called uh not not Mystic River there was, or no, oh, no. Mystic River's awesome I Mystic River's movie. awesome but that was um that's uh I forget Clint Eastwood yeah yeah but yeah. but there was um that's a good mob movie but there was uh kind of uh good neighborhood kind of yeah yeah there, uh, no, there was another one called uh, The Lost River that he did. I didn't see that. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah. pretty interesting. But he's like, I like these. Uh, I like, uh, I like it when they get creative. Mm-hmm. Get creative, man. Make some weird shit. Let me see it. I want to see, you know. But right now, nobody knows what to fucking. I think you gotta look for it. You gotta seek stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta find like, like I just saw a really good movie like two weeks ago. It was called Two Leslie. Yeah. Which I never fucking heard of it. Yeah. But apparently the chick that, like, is the lead character in the movie was nominated for the Academy Award. Yeah. And she's, like, fucking awesome in this movie. It's about this, like, this girl who's, like, uh, like, I don't know. Let's say she's in Texas. I think they're in Texas. But uh, she wins, like, $190,000 at the bar, like, on a lottery. She's an alcoholic and, like, like kind of, like, just a lifetime loser or whatever. Sure, just a She fuck wins up. all this money, and then the, the movie really takes place, like, six years after she won the money, and she's blown it. And now she's, like, living in hotels, and she's, like, this pathetic life of, like, just scraping by and whatever. Yeah. And still, like, being, like, a raging alcoholic, you know? Sure. She pretty much, like, wasn't a good mother to her son and stuff like that. The son takes her in, and she fucks that up, and then she goes and lives with, like, some old friends that really don't want her around. And, uh... But it's a, it's a good movie of, like, how, like, she pulls it together by the end. Mark Maron's in it and stuff like that. I don't want to give the whole... But it's a really good fucking movie. I'm gonna look at... I'm gonna look it's it pretty up. good. It's called Two Leslie. And then, uh, another movie I just watched, uh... It actually came out in, like, 2016, I think. It's called Christine, and it's, um, I don't know if you ever heard of this woman, but down in Sarasota, Florida, there was a local newscaster, Christine Chubbuck, and she was the first, she's only famous for one thing. She's the only, she's the first person to ever commit suicide live on television. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, yeah. she was a, a newscaster so in Sarasota. So then you can't find the footage No, nah, they won't, because something, like, I think she's, she was part of, like, a very wealthy family. Yeah. And I think they were just like, no, nah, this this can't be out there or whatever. There's no footage of it. Yeah. But um, the chick f- who plays her, Rebecca Hall. Yeah. You ever see the town? Uh, the yeah. The town? She's the his love interest in the town. That okay. actress. She plays Christine Chubbuck, and it's like one of the best character study movies I've seen in a long time. Okay. I mean, it's really up to interpretation because you don't really know a whole lot about this woman anyway. Like, yeah, yeah. Regardless of the research you do, there's not a whole lot out there. Yeah. But just the storytelling and the character development. So I remember watching so like a, a little uh, documentary video about her and I, I think that it might have been like a trailer for this. But I think that they were saying that like she actually like announced like I am actually going to be yeah. the first woman to yeah. ever commit suicide live on television, and then bam, yep. fucking did it. You yeah, know? It's wild. And you're like, holy shit! I'll tell you what, though, man. Like three quarters of the movie, you're kind of just watching this woman kind of unravel a little bit. Yeah, and just seeing like it's it's like a portrait of like somebody who's has mental health issues. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you know how the movie's going to end. Yeah, and. uh it's really unsettling. Oh, man. It's really, like, the ending of it is kind of unsettling. Yeah. And you're just like, fuck, man, like, gravity sets in. You know, because I think, like, we kind of sensationalize things like that. Well, it, as our society goes, yeah. I think we are so desensitized. So, I was watching a, um, I think it was, uh, what's his name? Um, Neil Tyson. Uh, Neil deGrasse or whatever. Yeah. The, the science guy. I think I was watching... I was watching some interview of his where he explained, he said, people say 
that it's more dangerous now than ever. But statistically, it is absolutely the opposite. Oh, I did see something like this, yeah. He said the numbers show that there is less crime, less violent crime by the murder rate has dropped off quite a bit. He goes, so when you do see something occur, it is much scarier because we're not used to seeing it. But he goes, once upon a time, like, you know, 200 years ago, people would get killed every fucking day. Yeah. Like, constantly, all the time. The difference you now know? is the accessibility to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So I also think that there's a certain amount of desensitivity in the sense that, like, we see everything on the internet and you think that, like, you know... But there are times where it's important. So, for instance, there was a show on Netflix or Hulu or one of them called um, 13 Tapes or something like that, which was like a teenager... Um, it's a, it's about this girl that kills herself. Uh, and left 13 30. Reasons or some shit like that. Or Let me tell you this, dude. I watched that first season. Now, it sucks because they keep dragging it out. They, right. they kept just dragging this fucking story out and making it like this mystery thing, which is weird to me. But the first season was uh, pretty brilliant, and it, it very much illustrated a girl in high school that was dealing with the stress of being a young lady in high school. And what was really fucking scary, but I think it's important because it illustrates how serious it is, is, dude, the last episode they show you the girl killing herself mm. in a fucking bathtub, cutting her wrists, and you watch the blood pour out of her fucking wrists. And, like, she's crying and whimpering and kind of regretting, and she's like, oh, oh, oh my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And she's, right. like, freaking the like fuck out. Like an instant thing, yeah. Dude, it, like, haunts my fucking memory. Mm -hmm. Like, this scene of watching this girl die. Yeah, because I think it's you, like you have an idea of what something is. It's like, But you... The reality of what something is is something completely different. Yeah, man. It's yeah. like, uh, you know, I don't it's know. It's like when they, like, when they kind of, like, kind of, uh, this is a fucking scary fucking thought, too, but, like, when they portray, like, domestic violence in, like, a movie. Yeah. Or, like, on a TV show or something. Yeah. It's a far cry from what it really is. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. violence is violence. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, what it is... You're not like reenacting something you think is going on. It's it's violence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so the gravity of it is totally <laughs> different because what it really is is not what it's sold to you as. Sure. You know? Yeah. If that makes sense. I think that's with everything though. Yeah. You know? I think with with everything it's like Like people... everybody like I think there was like an NFL player or some shit who like like assaulted like some woman in a fucking elevator like his yeah. girlfriend or something like that yeah, and yeah. everybody was like so perturbed by it but it's like that's what it is yeah you know what yeah, i mean yeah. it's not this idea of like he didn't you know domestic violence isn't just like smacking a woman or some shit like yeah. that or it's it's violence oh you yeah know? oh yeah you gotta be a real fucking asshole yeah you know to do some shit like that well, I think that that's the problem with our modern society and the idea, like, like right now, which I'm fascinated with, we're teaching people that you can't, you can't be violent at all. Now, this is going to sound weird, especially the way you're explaining violence is a scary thing. Violence to me is, it's a thing that you have to know that is possible Mm -hmm. that I sometimes may need to use, but I need to learn how to control to not do it all the time because it is very specific for very specific times. When somebody says there's no reason to ever fucking hit somebody, I absolutely disagree, mm -hmm. you know, or violence doesn't solve any problems. Violence does solve problems. If I were to walk up and see a person that was physically raping another person Mm -hmm. And I fucked that person up really bad and got them off of the woman or kid or another man or whatever. Are you telling me, are you justifying saying that violence wasn't necessary? Because it, it kind of was. I kind of stopped a crime from happening. Right. You know? And it's not, like, that's like a superhero little scenario. But it's like sometimes, sometimes I ask these questions of like, you'll see a woman that is in jail for 20 fucking years 
because she shot her husband. But you don't know what, but then what you led up to that. But you find out that the husband had been raping her and abusing her and verbally abusing her for like fucking 15 years. For right. 20 fucking years, this woman's been tortured. Fucking tortured. Told she can't leave the house. She can't do this. She can't do that. You know, you fucking enslaved this woman and she fucking killed the, her master. And yet she's got to go do fucking jail yeah. time. Yeah. I don't know. Morality doesn't seem to mesh with legal nowadays that's the part where i'm always like skeptical of like what the fuck is happening here yeah you know if i walked in and there are cases of this if i walked in and caught somebody harming my children and i killed that person yeah i go to jail yep i go to fucking jail because of the parameters of the legal system yeah i don't know you know nowadays i talk to people about that and i tell them that well that's why I'm not really like a Mr. Legal Legal, Legal Eagle kind of guy because like, dude, the mor- morality and legality are not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. Dude, I will go to jail. I'll go to jail pretty fucking happily. I know I'll be fine, you know? I'm right. not too worried. I'm not afraid of jail. I don't fucking... And I know that sounds crazy. Like, I know that like... <sighs> dude, I don't know. Maybe it's the way I grew up or like the, the mentality that I have nowadays. I just don't fucking care anymore. Mm-hmm. If that means that my family's going to be safe, then I don't give a fuck. I'll do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. But I have to know that there's a definitive line. You can't just cut somebody off in traffic or or have somebody cut you off in traffic and go right. fucking yeah, right. shoot them. Right. You're a lunatic. Yeah. That's too much. That's insane. You know? So, oh my God, we talked about everything. This really is a crazy I know, this one went, episode. We had no... Uh, I wanted to talk about comedy, man. I know. We, we ended up to... talking about fucking violence and self-defense. <laughs> well, that's and... the thing is, man, like, porn is like that gray area. Yeah. You know? Like, it can... Dude, what if we made a porn <laughs> where women were simply defending themselves from, like, uh, harassers or whatever, and, like, the whole porn was women... Kicking dudes in the dick. <laughs> There'd probably be somebody out there like, oh. Or what about like dick punches? Like the girl gets down like, oh. The guy's that like, got a gun to her head like, oh, you suck my dick right now, bitch. And then she gets down there and it she's on her knees the and she's crying. And then she just like uppercuts the fucking shit out of this guy right in his nuts. And he bends down. And he's like, oh, 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 fucking nuts, you know? And then she speed bags his fucking balls, you know? Just like fucking... You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's make a porn speed out of that. Balls. Speed bag his balls. Yeah, man. Hurt this fucking guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> porn should be like freedom. Like, you should be creative with your porn. Yeah, I think... Don't like, fuck your stepsister. The problem is, is like, you know, I always... You know, we always you break my balls a lot because I like old... Like porn, yeah, like, you know, the nostalgic stuff. Yeah, but but to back then it was only meant to be sexy. Yeah, well, you know? you're 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 uh you're a traditionalist, you know, and and like, I get it. Listen, I get it, man. You're an old school, dude. I don't just like, like like the stuff that just looks like you're doing nasty, nasty shit for the sake of being nasty. Yeah, you know what well, I mean? I mean that's I mean there's a there's a fetish for everybody, right? You know? But I can't see that there's... I don't like fake tits. Like, I don't like the girls that look too much like a supermodel. Like, not even a supermodel. They look... I like uh, to look like a normal, natural woman. I ain't gonna lie. Dude, it switches for me. Sometimes, sometimes I want a girl that's got a little belly to her. A little, you know, big titties. Like, I just like the reality of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want it to look like, oh, shit, this is some guy I don't have a type. You know, this guy's hammering down some chick that lives three blocks away from me, you know? Right. Exactly. That's like a Delco girl right there, you know? I think there's like... You could look like anything physically, but you can, and still be sexy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, that's what I look for. Yeah, yeah. Because you could be fucking a perfect ten, but if it's too and be boring as fuck, you know. So like, my wife was always curious. Like, dude, I do not like blonde hair, blue eyes. Like chicks? I don't say I don't like it. I mean, maybe you just don't prefer it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so that's that's the. I guess that's the right answer. Is like, dude, if you look too much. Like a fucking Barbie doll. Mm-hmm. I don't want nothing to do with you. I get what you're saying. You know? Like it's it. just too perfect. It's just too... It's like... It's just not... It's just... 
You're not a real woman. You'd There's rather no fucking... see something out of like Penthouse or Hustler than see something in Playboy. Yeah. 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 You want something yeah. that's a little bit more real. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I like the amateur shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I get it. No, I just it. don't like the incest stuff. The incest stuff. I really hate the context me. of it. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah. If there's, I don't understand why they're doing that. I think what I don't like about it is that there's people out there to click it because they enjoy it more than anything. I really wonder if that's the case, though. It has to be. Who the because fuck it, is like, dude? Well, I hope deal. I can watch incest people fuck. I think we've had this conversation before. People that are like addicted to porn. Yeah. They're not addicted to seeing what gets them off. Yeah. You know, they're addicted to getting to the next level of yeah. something. Taboo. Almost to the point that they're they're getting into, like, watching something that's illegal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I think, like, you know. You think that's how child pornography gets, people find their way into that? I think probably, in some cases. Dude, fuck that. That's what I mean. It's like, like. I'm old school, man. Why can't it just be that you watch this when you fucking want to get off on something like and just watch the thing like the idea of being that addicted to something yeah you have to fucking explore every facet of it yeah that's fucking creepy man i think it's even creepy with uh midgets because like sometimes they look really young and i'm like nope nah Nah. man nah nah, dude i used to work at uh the german airline lufthansa yep you know i used to work there and um, I've flown out with them a few times. Have you? Well, I've, I've lived I worked in Germany. At, I worked for the cargo part of it. Nice. Lufthansa Cargo. Yeah. And um, that was my first job in freight. We used to get import every night. We yeah. do export during the day, and then an import flight would come in, and we would break down the import. Okay. And we would fucking put it in locations in the warehouse and stuff like that, scan it in, and then throughout the week, people would come in to pick up their freight. Gotcha. We used to get this European porno. <laughs> like, it would be, like, a whole shipment of, like, European porn. And it would be, like, a porn distributor in the area that would come and pick it up. Yeah. And it was the two creepiest fucking dudes you could imagine. Like, absolutely the creepiest. Like, fucking guys in, like, Hawaiian shirts that look like shit with, like, you know, they had the fucking shades. Like, so stereotypically gross. So, dude, I often wondered about that. You ever been, first of all, you ever been in a porn shop? Yeah. Is it not like the... It's like, creepy. Dude, it's, it's fucking gross. Yeah. It freaks me out, man. It makes me go, I don't want to fucking ever watch porn again. Yeah. You know? I'm so like, glad for the internet just because I don't have to, like, go in there. And, right. And, like, browse through all these DVDs and And have shit a conversation go, with some uh, fucking creepy fucking clerk. Hey, do you have uh, uh, Mia Fox's latest uh, DVD? Like, dude, I'm not having yeah. that question. That's and then, fucking And, like, weird. they want to have, like, a conversation with you. Yeah. And, like, dude, I don't want to ever talk to you for any reason ever. <laughs> You are not the kind of guy I want to talk to. So, which makes me wonder, the guys that own those shops... They're creeps, dude. How do you get into that? Like, how the fuck do you make a decision in your head? All right, I was an iron worker for fucking 30 years, and I saved up all my money. (laughs) I'm going to buy this building and sell porn... And then you have to, like, browse through all the latest shit that's coming out. Like, oh, they have this new dildo that vibrates on two different locations. And, oh, man, people are going to really love cramming this up their assholes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dude, but that's the thing. is like, there's this element to it. It's like, you feel like a fucking total loser. <laughs> you know? Like, and then, uh, like, you know what's, like, makes me feel, I, like, the one thing that made me feel, like, completely gross. One morning... I got up. Somebody invited me. They had tickets to it. Fucking Wing Bowl. Wing Bowl in Philly. Yeah. Okay? Because it's done by all the uh, strip clubs. Well, not only that. You get up at like 5 in the morning. Yeah, and watch to... a bunch of fat fucks eat like ungodly but it's not just There's wings. people like in the parking lot already drunk. Yeah. At 5 in the morning. <laughs> and then you go into the fucking Wells Fargo Center or wherever the fuck. A whole arena full of fucking... Drunk people at five in the fucking morning. I kind of want to see this now. To watch people eat wings and see girls come out in bikinis. It's just this shock value kind of element to it. When is it? We should do it. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> You're going by yourself. You don't want to come hang out? Well, so, like, watch. Wing Bowl is over by, like, 10 in the morning. Really? Like, maybe even earlier. Really? Yeah, like, they do it early. It's Why like part of a radio show. 
Oh, really? So, like, they broadcast it, like, for whatever time that radio show is on. Like, a sports radio type thing. Oh. And then, uh, so we're talking, like, 6 in the morning? Like, how long can you eat wings for? Yeah. You know, after these guys make their grand entrances out to eat their wings, and then sit down and fucking have their wing competition. Yeah. And there's, you know, a bunch of chicks walking around in bikinis and stuff like that. and But then afterwards, everybody just pours into all these, like, fucking strip clubs and shit. So then, like, you're at a strip club. How many people are there? Dude, uh, fucking thousands. Really? Thousands. I mean, like, most of the arena is full to some extent. Yes, dude. To watch people eat hot wings. Dude, it's ridiculous. I don't even know. I hope they... I don't even know when the last time done it, if it still happens. I don't know. I don't know if it happened... Let's Google that shit. Maybe, like, because of COVID. It's... I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm sure it's still But I only ever went once, and then afterwards... We went to this strip club, and they had, like, a breakfast buffet. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking eat breakfast at the fucking strip club in front of some chick. I just don't want to. You know? Here's that uncomfortable time when Chris Googles things, and I don't know what to say. Nah, you're okay. (laughs) Wing Bowl 2023. Why was Wing Bowl canceled? Oh, thank God. WIP announced on October 30, 2018, that even... That event was being canceled after 26 years because the time for doing so felt right after the Eagles won Super Bowl LII, which I don't know what that is, but (laughs) according to WIP program director Spike Eskin, when Wing Bowl started, a large part of it was led up to the Super Bowl never involved the Eagles. Okay, whatever. Who fucking cares? So I guess they don't do it no more. Thank God. um, so I always think like um, that and like porn expos. Like so, I've been driving down the turnpike lately, and I keep seeing this sign. It says like there's a porn convention coming up. Dude, who the fuck goes to a porn convention? Like who is like marked it on their calendar on their refrigerator? Like yeah, okay, on October twenty eighth. Well, that's the thing. Going- like I think there's people who can enjoy it healthily, and there's probably like couples that go and they dig it or whatever the fuck. I can imagine, like, if you were to tell me, like, I don't know, like Nina Hartley was signing a book or something somewhere. Yeah. I'd show up. Really? Because I want to meet her. Really? Yeah, I love her. Yeah. Like, I've been infatuated with her since I was fucking 12. Hmm. So, like, yeah, I would show up to that. But I wouldn't show up to, like, a local strip club to watch her, like, dip lollipops in her ass or something like that. I wouldn't do that. You know what I mean? She can grab them out of your hand. There's boundaries in my mind or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, this element to it. I think you're putting the pussy on the pedestal. Maybe I am. But you know what? I'm comfortable. I feel better doing that than I would gawking at somebody shoving fucking lollipops up their ass. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, there's just an element of, like... I feel disgusting now. For, uh, you know? Well, I don't know, man. I just... Like... I, it, I'm just not that guy. I'm very private. But I'm do you ever private. think, like... I'm just think I'm thinking in terms of, like, excessiveness. So, like, you're a big car nut. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Has there ever been times where you just, like, spent too much money on your car stuff and were like, fuck, I got a problem? Yeah, constantly. Okay. So, like, I would think it's the same. Yeah. Like, there's that same feeling. You and I are relatively logical, though, and and fairly intelligent. I'm just saying that, like, I think there's a lot of people out there that aren't. And they don't don't even, like, realize that they're doing it. Dude, there are lunatics out there that have millions of DVDs of porn and shit all over their house. And it's like, you have, like, crazies. You have crazies that, like... Dude, this is their life. They're fucking excited. They know every fucking film this girl has ever done, and they like. It's kind of distort your thoughts, dude. To me, this is how you get those crazies out there that like start like stalking uh, porn stars or celebrities or whatever, and you think that like you're somehow involved in their life, dude. This is a person that does a a job that you happen to be able to witness because Mm -hmm. it's a public thing. You're not involved, man. You're fucking crazy. You're, you know, I don't know. I understand your side of like wanting to meet her, not on a porn set or not in a strip club. Like you, you're like, oh man, I'm kind of fascinated with who you you are as a person more so than. I'm not necessarily fascinated with her. I I mean, 
I, I've dug her since I was a kid. Yeah, and but I you've wouldn't also, mind standing next to her and having a picture with her or something like that. But you've that. also like learned about her like life, you right. know, like you a little more so than like you know, because I'm fascinated. She's not who she is on the fucking on, yeah, in the none movies. None of them are. None right. of them are, dude. Yeah. None of them walk around like, oh my god, I bet that guy has a huge cock. Right. Like, I mean, no, if, dude. They're like, oh man, I uh, let dude, me just if get all my you fucking did for eight hours a day. Was jam cocks in your fucking face. I think the last thing you'd want to do yeah. is jam some fucking slob's cock well, in your face. It's like being a mechanic, man. Yeah. Nobody goes home and works on their own car when right. they're a mechanic. You exactly. know? <laughs> like nobody's yeah. you go home and you're like, dude, I don't give a I don't shit hear about, about a car. dicks right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I just uh I don't know, man. Like there's an element to it where it's like it's all fine and good if like you could just compartmentalize it into something small yeah but when you fucking blow it out of proportion isn't that isn't that the issue with jobs in general though is that it becomes your life it becomes part of your identity yeah Yeah. and then it's like no matter what you do you can't you You can't can't escape it you can't get away from it you know so yeah i don't know man i don't know we're all over the map today. Yeah, this was a weird episode. This was an uncomfortable listen, almost. Nah, fuck that. You don't this think was so? Great, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's it's us. It's yeah. us. This is what we do. Yeah. You know, fuck them. I but sometimes I, I, like I walk away from like the darker episodes that we have, and I go. Like, well, we had a dip. We had a dip. Yeah. But that's the beauty of of our <laughs> conversations and any conversation when you really think about it. When a bunch of jerk offs are sitting around and they're watching a football game and they're bullshitting about whatever. You know, it has its highs and lows, you know, oh yeah, you know, fucking so-and-so, we have a bad story about that. And then it's like, oh yeah, well, what about Larry? Larry's a fuck up. Oh, Larry was at work <laughs> and did something stupid. So all natural conversations have its ups and downs, you know? Yeah. I don't know why I'm justifying all this right now, but I'm just <laughs> saying to the audience, if we got you a little, a little sad there for a moment, but then you had a couple chuckles here and there, well, that's what we fucking do there, bud, you know? I don't know. I'm hoping, uh, I, I think we have a guest lined up for our next episode. Well, it's not, yeah, it will be whatever our next episode is. Yeah, it'll be yeah. a little bit from now, but that's okay. So we got a guy that's going to come down here. He's a car guy. He's a self-made person. Started out with nothing, created his own little shop, and he has a very specific clientele that want very high-end cars taken care of. So the premise of this, and the reason I'm doing this is kind of warming up the uh, audience for next episode is, my thought about having this guy on here is you always want to ask me about cars, but it's hard to talk cars and how much I love them with a guy that doesn't yeah, right. know anything about it. Right. Like, I can explain it to you, but it I think the dynamic will be different if I have this guy in the room. But there's also cool things about this guy. He's a dad. He's very involved with his family, which I really respect. Um, You know, I, I really respect that the fact that, like... Dude, he's a local dude that decided, okay, I'm going to start my own business. And he's a he's a relatively young guy that just like was like, fuck it, I'm going to start my own business. And I'm fascinated with that because I want to do my own thing too, but I'm kind of scared, right? you know? So I'm always like blown away by these dudes that just are like... They just like dive in. Fucking dived in and, yeah. and he's doing really great for himself. I mean, dude, I'm not a jealous guy. I don't look at guys like that nah, like, oh, what either. the fuck did he do? Right. Uh, you know, like... I look at it like, man, that's amazing. That's right. awesome, you know? So, um, anyway, I'm really looking forward to that conversation. So, yeah, I think, it'll, I think cool. it'll be fun. It's, and, I uh, like when you have, like, somebody else on. Yeah. I mean, you, look, I have a blast doing this, but it's nice to have, like, somebody else to come in and Sometimes kind of you're tired of looking at my fucking face. No, nah, you know? it's, like it's a fresher conversation <laughs> with somebody else. It's a little bit more spontaneous. Yeah. And, you know, they have their peoples that want to tune in and listen and... Sure. It helps us grow a little bit. So. Well, and he's an interesting guy. Uh, so his his outlook on things is a little interesting. I don't want to divulge too much, but he's uh no. I think he's pretty clever. It's something I'm, to look forward to. Yeah, I'm week. looking I'm looking forward to so it. So after our little rant about pornography and domestic abuse and violence and so he says this week i know he says it'll be a nice break from this he says he listened so he might be like dude you know what i heard that episode and that episode sucked i don't want to (laughs) fucking come on your show anymore yeah (laughs) no i think he's cool i think he'll be all right you know right 
This uh, one was fucking bizarre. Nah, it was great, man. It was yeah, great. Yeah, think? let's let's make some crazy porn, uh, but like <laughs> let's make it fun, dude. Yeah. Let's let's make people laugh. <laughs> you know, everybody listening is like, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I just want to fuck my stepsister. What is he talking about? <laughs> Can you just shut up and let me fuck my stepmom? <laughs> All stop, I ever wanted to do was suck my stepmom's Stop judging it tits. and judging me. <laughs> All I ever wanted to do was fuck my stepmom. <laughs> He's over here breaking my balls about it, trying to make Ku Klux Klan pornos. <laughs> All right. All righty. Music. Thanks for listening to the Renaissance Manchild. Renaissance Manchild is a Yardbird Tuna production. If you enjoyed the show, please like, follow, and share. Any ideas or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, shit! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you talk good. Mm-hmm.